Come on. Welcome to Life Blood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Edgar Blazona. Edgar, are you ready to do this? I sure am. Thanks for having me. Uh, excited to have you on. Edgar is the founder and president of Benchmade Modern. They're a new tech-driven sofa company on a mission to change the way that people shop. Edgar, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm Edgar Blazona. As, as you mentioned, I am uh, the the founder and and uh, of a of a fun and exciting company. I'm trying to make the sofa buying experience not suck, you know. <laughs> so I started this company, you know, to um, to change the way you know the way that we buy furniture. You know, you it reminds me of the day when when I was being asked to, you know, let's go furniture shopping. And I would think, man, I don't want to waste my Sunday, you know, driving around from furniture store to furniture store and so on. Let's just pick a sofa. And and, and that kind of inspired me to start this, this brand, Benchmade Modern. You know, how can I create a, a company that is uh, fun, that, that, you know, that you can get furniture made quickly? You know, why does it take so long? You know, there's all of those things that kind of blend into the buying experience of upholstery. And as weird as it is, you know, who starts an upholstery company? Uh, I come from the furniture uh, background. You know, I, I left high school very early on to start my first company. I never looked back. You know, I made a little bit of money and thought, man, this is this is my new life, you know? And, and <laughs> so I never looked back and I've been doing furniture ever since. Nice. I love it. I wonder, I was just thinking about the last time I went and bought furniture and it was almost exactly as you described. I walked into this huge place after going to two places, there were all these people. I was like, what are all these people doing here? I just want to, you know, buy this thing or that thing. And it did suck, Edgar, and I still haven't gotten it. So I should have talked to you first. Anyway, so you had this personal experience. You said it's got to be a better way. Before we jump into that, why, why does it take so long? Well, that is a great question. And I had to ask the same question. You know, I, I've been to a million dinner parties and heard a very similar story as, as yours, right? I bought this sofa and, you know, I bought it in red and, you know, why is it still not with me? You know, I have a friend currently, big name retailer, I will not mention their name. Uh, he was very like apologetic and even buying from another retailer He's, he still hasn't gotten his sofa and it's been six months already. And I like to rub that in his face every day. Frankly, I'm glad he didn't buy a sofa because I can rub it in his face every day. That's much better. But, you know, it takes a long time for the, for the, the wheels to turn. Right. And it doesn't have to. And so, you know, in reality, you know, I mean, how long do you think it actually takes to build a sofa once it's like started, once the paperwork's been started, how long do you think it takes? Well, a day. Yeah, a day. So why is it six months? That's, you know? I don't know, and and so so that's the kind of thing that I was pushing at, right? That's what I decided to to really open up and understand. And a lot of that has to do with you know how the materials are ordered. You know, frankly, do they even have the materials when you order it? You know, that's the big part yeah. of it, right? I I want that red sofa. And at the retailer, the salesperson is going, yeah, absolutely, Mr. Blazona, we've got red for you. And in reality, they don't have red. 
And in fact, guess what? The fabric supplier even dropped red because red doesn't really sell, right? And so and by the time you actually get that information back, now it's been a month because the, the, the sofa supplier is dragging its feet. How are we going to get red and, and all that? And so things just end up backing up. And so I decided that I would build a business that was, you know, that there was eyes on everything that, that you could really just, I would just say to people, hey, look, we don't have red. And they're not going to carry red instead of just dragging it on, on and on and on. So how can I be the most transparent upholstery businesses we've ever seen before? Love it. You know, and it, it always sort of boggles the mind. I, I come from the financial industry, which is as clear as mud and it's not transparent. It's getting there, but it's always like, why, why, why aren't people more upfront and just clear? And no, we don't have red. We're never going to have red. So you can't have red. You can have these colors, but you're never going to have red. Is that just, they, they don't want to turn people off. They think that the answer should always be yes to the customer. Yeah, I think that that comes from an old school business um, sense, right? And and look, let's be honest, the furniture industry isn't so new school. I mean, right. just just <laughs> the makings of it alone, it's an it's a it's a business that's been with us in the in the United States for a long, long time. And so I think it carries over some old school thinking, right? Let's just take their money. Like let's get the money and let's get them into a sofa and we'll worry about the fabric later. And, and I think that there is a new customer, you know, that's come about and, and really, you know, you could, you could look back at uh, retailers like, Oh man, you know, Bonobos in the, in the clothing industry, uh, Zappos, you know, they're a great, great example of a, of a customer, you know, they sell shoes. I don't know if you're familiar with Zappos, but sure. you know, he came along, Tony Shea came along and, and was like, yeah, man, you know, order this from us. We'll be transparent about it. You know, we'll ship it to you. You ship it back. It's, you know, it's no big deal. And don't worry about it. We got you covered. And I think that really changed the mind of, of, of the customer today. And you start to have, you know, FedEx, another great example, right? Where is my package, right? FedEx will tell you where your package is for better, or for worse, constantly. And I think those were all signals early on that started to change the way we do business in general. And, and I think the furniture business should, should follow suit accordingly. Nice. So you look at, you say there's got to be a better way. It should suck. In fact, we can even have fun in the process, you know, crazy. And, uh, but there's a lot that goes into, I imagine making that decision and then actually delivering on what you said that you wanted to do. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, a lot of it too, is the shipping, right? So, you know, it's funny, you know, when we very first started, we made sofas, we could make them as quick as 24 hours. You could pay a little bit extra money. And, and frankly, we had it, we held a space, you know, in the manufacturing, um, queue so that we could do these 24 hour sofas. But interestingly, when you're making a sofa that quick, even though that's how long it takes, the customer's perception is, well, it can't be very good quality, hmm. right? And then you turn that into how long it takes to ship. It takes me anywhere from, you know, one and three weeks to ship a sofa across the country. And the way FedEx has got everybody moving, right? It's this 24 hour, you know, second day delivery, first day delivery, we expect Amazon's a great example of that, right? I mean, they're delivering things same day and next day, right? We expect the shipping to be in the same line as the manufacturing. And so 
really the the hard part for us is shipping. You know, we've got we've got to move this giant piece of furniture, frankly, in these little trucks, relatively, and we got to move it across the country, and we got to get it in your door and, and all that. So um, I think there's the the real hurdle. You know, there's a there's a big step there, and and just the way that we see um, other products moving throughout. You know, it's we're not shipping a a little box of shoes, so to speak. Yeah. Fascinating. It's always interesting to learn about industries. You say, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I never really thought about it that way. And then what popped into my head is somebody has got to also then get the box off the truck and bring it into my living room and set the thing up. And I imagine that you're interested in controlling that process as much as you can too, because those probably aren't employees of, 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 of Benchmade Modern. Yeah, 100%. And even, you know, even just the trucks, right? Um, the truck that actually is coming to you is different. Those trucks have to have a lift gate, right? Mm. Now we learned that, you know, somewhat the hard way. It took a long time to kind of, kind of get that together. Why are we getting all these damages, right? Well, you know, the truckers, you know, are rolling the sofa off the back, you know, they're almost somersaulting it off the back gate on these big semi trucks. Right. And so it took a while to learn like, Hey, look, if we have a lift gate, Right. And, and frankly, if we if we demand a lift gate at every delivery. Right. So now we've got that that problem solved. The sofa's coming off the truck reasonably, but we still got to get it in. Right. You'd be amazed, you know, white glove delivery. You know, I don't know if you, you know, you, you just kind of described it. You know, these were guys that actually wore white gloves. Right. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was like this, this very upscale uh, business. And you can imagine, especially in this day and age with labor shortages and all that, you can imagine where things might get cut. Uh, but we we try to use uh, trucking services and, you know, we use a ton. There's like a hundred different companies and whatnot that we have to use to service the country. And we try to use the upscale ones to make sure that that the product goes in the door as easily as possible. And, you know, it takes it takes someone who's moved some sofas, you know, you'll notice a good guy that will just bring the piece right into the, into the house. He'll spin the sofa correctly. He'll rotate it correctly. He'll get it right in the room of choice. Uh, but it takes, a, you know, a, almost a craftsman, you know, in, in that regard, someone who really knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. And then we haven't even talked about actually designing the, the sofa because, We've all sat on a crappy sofa and, you know, there's a lot of ugly sofas out there. I don't want either one of those. I want a comfortable sofa that looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting too. You say comfort, right? Um, What's comfortable to me is not comfortable Mm. to you, you know, and, and vice versa. So as a designer, you know, um, as the head designer myself, I need to design products that will, will fit and feel good for everyone's comfort, right? What is, um, you know, a high seat maybe is really uncomfortable for a shorter person. What's a, what's a relatively low seat, you know, is, is, is horrible for a tall person, right? Then we have softnesses and, you know, all of those things. One of the first things I always like to ask people, and when I, when I get on the phone, I still do some calls, some, some you know, I'll pick up the phone and, and talk to customers, right? I like to stay in touch with them and, and whatnot. But one of the first things I ask them is, what sort of sofa are you coming out of, right? That's hmm. the telltale sign. Because if you're coming out of a, a big, tall back, cushy sofa, 
right? And and your partner is is been looking at all these design magazines and the style and trend is low, maybe a tight back. You know, you're going to get that sofa and you're going to be like, this ain't no sofa. You know, <laughs> what is this, right? And and so so there's a lot of that that comes into play. You know, how far are we pushing the envelope a bit? And and you know, frankly, I'll ask him like, what retailer do you like? Like, what are the signals that I can get out of them? You know, like I'm an Apple lover, right? Then I know like, okay, you're a little bit more modern. You know, you're looking at, at things in, in those ways. You know, what hotels do you like? You know, that has a lot to do with it. It, it really starts to, to um, speak to the design aesthetic that you're interested in. And those are all great signals. Uh, that helped me as a designer. At this point, I'm more placing you in a sofa than designing a sofa for you. You know, we've got 12 different collections. You know, we've got all shapes and sizes. I'm trying to hit, you know, a good portion of the design world with, with that breadth of, of design. But I don't hit it all. You know, I, we're a little bit more modern. We're a little bit more lower. We're a little bit more sleek than your, you know, than your big, you know, giant couch, so to speak. Yeah. So yours don't have like the uh, refrigerator in it and then the, the crank where the deal yeah. pops out. Yeah. I don't Edgar. have the crank, you know, we have, we have some, some good lounge chairs, but all that stuff is pretty hidden these days. That's for sure. Well, good enough. And I'm not, I'm not disparaging lazy boy or Anyway, I think y'all understand what I'm trying to say those, here. Those guys make a great product, frankly, you know, and they've they've built a name on that big crank uh, recliner, and and uh, you know, hats off to them. Our sofas are a little different, that's that's for sure, but but hats off to them as well. Yes, cheers. All right, and then talk about changing the way that people shop. So walk walk me through the experience. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, one of the things that we do is you come to our site and right at the top of, of the page, you'll see free swatches. You hit that free swatch button. We send you a, a, a giant box with a hundred different fabrics in it. You know, a typical retailer, you'll go in and you'll, you'll look at a sofa. They'll have five or six colors that they stock and maybe another 20 or so colors that you can get. You know, we offer a hundred different fabrics, all performance fabrics, you know, really great for cleaning and so on. We offer one other thing too that's just pretty unique to just us. If you go to a product page, you kind of pick your sofa and you slide the slide around the sofa, expands and contracts to the right size that you want. Then you can hit the print button. We actually send you a full scale drawing that you lay out on the floor of whatever custom size that you wanted. Mm. Big giant rollout thing, right? Even a corner sectional. And you can roll this thing out on the floor. You can, you know, you can sit on it. You can see, did my family fit there? Does my husband fit between the arms? You, you, you never guess how many times that question comes up. You know, can I lay on this sofa? Can my husband lay on this sofa and fit in between the arms? So we kind of solve all of that with, with, you know, a, a very simple old school, you know, piece of paper, no digital, you know, no, no fancy apps to get just a piece of paper that you can lay out on the floor. So, and at that, at that point, you can choose a sofa and, uh, you know, we make it right now. We're at about five weeks, which is frankly a long lead time for us. Um, but, you know, given, given where we are, we're still trying to recover from, from the backlog of, of, you know, heavy COVID days and shutdowns and all that. So, so we're coming back, we're, we're driving that, that number down, you know, lower and lower, but right now we're about five weeks and, 
And, um, you know, you hit the order button and, and we'll, we'll be there in, in the, you know, in a, a, a very short amount of time, frankly, right now it's like six months. Most, most suppliers are out six months right now, which is way too long. That just kills me. Yeah. It's fascinating. What do you, what do you hear most that, that it never ceases to amaze or surprise you? Is it, I wish it was bigger. I wish it was smaller, anything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, proportions to the room plays a big, big role in it. If you, if you notice a lot of our sofas are, are up on legs, you know, the, the uh, footprint of the sofa, so to speak is, is a, is a little smaller, right. And, and that, that fits into a smaller room, right? And so it's these proportion things that, that you see, like we'll take a, a retailer, like say restoration hardware, real big footprint sofas. You gotta have a big footprint living room for that to sit in. You know, and our customers and our price point, you know, we, we tend to sell into the, to the smaller living rooms. I'm still pretty big living rooms, but, but, but nevertheless on the smaller side. And I think that that proportion thing comes up a lot, you know, and people order these sofas and, and it looks too big or it looks too small in their room. And, and I get that question a lot. You know, I want to, I want to maximize seating space, right? You can imagine that. I want to maximize seating space, right? Which I get, right? But, but then at the same time, you're putting this behemoth into the room. And so, you know, we're, we're a little bit more into fine design, a little bit more into what the overall room looks like. I always tell people, let the sofa be the canvas and not the art, right? Mm. Like, don't just like, I want orange. Orange is cool, right? I want to put an orange sofa. Like, you're going to hate orange in, you know, <laughs> six months. It's like, put some orange pillows on it. You know, let the sofa be the canvas and not the art. I love it. Nope. I want red. And that's all there is to it, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar, the people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Okay. So this is something that I learned pretty early on when, when reaching out to other entrepreneurs, right? And, and it was a lot of it had to do with fundraising. You know, we were a venture-funded business in the beginning. And one of the things that I, that I learned early on is ask for money get advice, ask for advice, get money, right? So that was, that was something that was very, um, by the time I figured that out, you know, I was able to reach out to some people and, hey, you know, I'd love to get a little insight on my company. And, you know, soon enough at the end of the meeting, they'd say, well, I'd like to invest, you know? And so I, 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 I've proven that one out and um, that's what I got for you. Well, I think that that is great stuff. It definitely gets, come on. You looking for advice, ask for money. If you're looking for money, ask for advice. I love it. Well, Edgar, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and where can they get a Benchmade Modern sofa? Yeah, you can check us out at benchmademodern.com. And um, I've got a code for you guys, your listeners. So you can use LIFE15 for a 15% off. They can use it at any time. Doesn't need to be sale or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, come check us out, uh, order up some swatches, get this amazing box. They'll be there in a couple days. And uh, I think you'd be pretty stoked on our product. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Edgar your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to benchmademodern.com and check out all the great stuff they've got going on. And should you find something that you cannot live without, 
enter the code LIFE15, 15% off. Thanks again, Edgar. Thank you. I appreciate the time. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.